Welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, the show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs use human design to shift from hustle to flow without sacrificing results. Come here to become an unshakable human and build an unshakable business according to your human design. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. Hello, welcome to Unshakable with Human Design, everyone. I'm your host, Nicole Lano. And I have such a fun episode today. I am so excited about this one. So first of all, listening to this, it is Beyonce's birthday. Now, I am a big Beyonce fan. I respect and admire everything that this woman has created. She is a fellow Virgo like me. Actually, she was born today. It's her birthday. And this was also my grandmother's birthday. And she was one of the most influential and important people in my life. So there's something special about this day when I saw that she was she's a Virgo and that this is her birthday. I saw that a long time ago. You know, you feel a connection to the people that have a birthday near you because my birthday is just in a few days. Learning human design, you realize that because you share certain traits, there are certain things, certain gates that you have in common. So it can be why you feel similarities. You can feel a pull. Obviously, opposites attract. We're always talking about how we're attracting the thing that's opposite us. But there's also friendship gates and friendship channels. And there's something about the way that you see the world, the viewpoint that you have on the world that can be very similar. So Beyonce and I share a conscious sun and conscious earth. So I just feel a deep connection to her. And I'm actually going to see her in a few weeks. I'm very excited. I'm driving to Dallas. And I am going to go and party my butt off with my sister-in-law. We are going to go slay with the Queen Bay. So in honor of the, the most fabulous woman in the world, potentially, in honor of her birthday, I wanted to do a little human design reading for her. And we'll do a little bit of Jay-Z because I pulled his chart as well, which was just really fun and interesting because they share some things that I thought would be fun to share with you. So... Let's dive in, shall we? First of all, just let me say that if you are interested in diving into your human design more, into your depth, specifically, if you're interested in becoming an authority in your space and building an authority platform through podcasting or through anything else, if you just want to be seen as an authority, uh, we are teaching a masterclass on this in two weeks. And if you go to nicoleno.me forward slash HD masterclass, you can sign up for free there. Okay, now let's dive into this. I hope that you join us for that because that's going to be really fun, really interesting. And this will probably be the last time I offer it for free. I think it's going to be paid from now on. So get in while you can while it's free. So let's dive into Miss Bay's chart, shall we? So Beyonce Knowles is a 1-3 pure manifesting generator. Her defined centers are her Ajna, her throat, her G-center, and her sacral, obviously, because she's a manifesting generator. That means her head, her ego, her emotional center, root, and spleen are all undefined. So all the edges are white, and then down the center, she has that column from the Ajna to the sacral all lit up. And she's a single definition, so all of those centers connect, which can mean that she processes things quickly. It can mean that she has a little bit more faith in trusting herself because it feels like all of her pieces are on the same page, that everything wants to move in a similar direction, or at least 
if we're following what is right to us. It can feel easier than if you have a split where sometimes that can feel like you're missing something, like something else needs to come into play in order for you to take action for you to move forward. Her incarnation cross is the right angle cross of consciousness. And this is the same incarnation cross that Jay-Z has. Now, his birthday is in December. So he's got the same incarnation cross. It's just in a different order. So the, the incarnation cross is made up of conscious sun, conscious earth, unconscious sun, unconscious earth, those four gates. They can be in any order. So it doesn't mean that it's exactly the same. So his conscious sun and conscious earth are flipped with her unconscious sun and unconscious earth. But it's all four of the same gates. They're just in different order. I always think it's interesting when we see these things pop up, particularly in the incarnation cross. My husband is a cross of consciousness as well. His birthday is just a few days after at Jay-Z's. So my husband is, is that cross of consciousness as well. So we both share the 64 and 63rd gate. We have them just in different spots. And I do see how there is a connection. And particularly with this one, these are head center gates. So it can be about the way that you dream. It can be about the way that you open up to possibility, the way that you view possibility, the way that your mind works, the way you're connected, because the head center is connected to the ethereal realm outside of our consciousness, our higher consciousness. That can be a similarity or if you don't see eye to eye, then that can be something that feels very, very wrong or like we see the world differently. But if you find people who are connected in that same way, there's an emphasis to it. There's an importance to looking at the past, looking at the future, looking at the world through a specific lens, and then seeing that as an integral part of your purpose, not just having the gates, but having them in such prominent positions where your life is being pulled in accordance with either the lower or the high frequency of these gates, depending on how you're operating. So I always think that's interesting. I think that's interesting when we see that the people who we are closest to share something very, very important to us. There's something about the connection that goes beyond just, oh, we like each other. This is why we like each other. This is why we could stay up until six in the morning straight through just talking and talking and talking for hours and feel like you found your soulmate. So she is a right angle cross of consciousness. That means that her conscious son is gate 64. Her conscious earth is gate 63. Her unconscious sun is gate 35. And her unconscious earth is gate 5. So we'll talk about what this all means. But I wanted to say with these celebrity readings, these deep dives that I like to do into a celebrity's chart, it's not to pass judgment and it's not to make it sound like I know these people because I don't. So I really try to not project. I try to just see what has been displayed. And then take their own words wherever I can, take their own actions, things that are more factual than my opinion, and lay it over the chart to see how it might be playing out. And my goal with this is to always have you be able to maybe understand how there's nuance in the chart, that we get these definitions of gates, of channels, of centers, of type, of profile, all of this stuff. And sometimes it's like, oh, well, that doesn't feel like me. There are so many ways that you can look at some of these things that when you see how they operate together, particularly sometimes we can think that some of these things are inherently bad because of the language that's used in the descriptions of some of this stuff. 
that can lead people to really just see the negative or see the potential negative in these things. And the truth is that there's very high expression of every single thing in the chart. It's just, unfortunately, there's a lot of us that, that live in the shadow state. And then if you think that's the truth, then suddenly you think that you have something bad. And I want to lift us out of that by showing some incredibly successful people, some people that we admire, and show you how some of the things that maybe you thought were negative in your chart, in your kid's chart, in your partner's chart, in a client's chart, if you're doing this as a human design reader, that you're able to see the gifts, that you're able to see the potential, because that's really what this game is about. Can you see your potential in your chart? Can you love yourself so unconditionally, trust your process, and be able to live in that higher state? And when you're living in that higher state, better things just happen for you. So let's dive in. One of the things I wanted to start with was a quote. I have a few quotes that just seem to really, really encapsulate some of the definitions, some of the energies, some of the things that we are seeing in her chart. So I pulled a few of these for you, and I'm going to lay them over some of the things in the chart here. So one quote that we have from her is, if you don't take time to think about and analyze your life, you'll never realize the dots are all connected. Now, being a cross of consciousness person, and I'm, I don't have a cross of consciousness because I'm, I'm, I have a different profile and I have a different unconscious sun and unconscious earth. But having the 64 and the 63, this is all collective circuitry I want to mention. So there's different types of circuitry in the chart. There's individual, there is tribal circuitry, and there is collective circuitry. So individual about me, tribal about my tribe, about the community, about the group that I'm a part of, my family, my friends, my community, however you define tribe. And then there is collective, which is the greater good. The keynote for collective is sharing. It feels like it's not just for me, it's for everybody else. And a lot of the collective energy is for other people, particularly when it comes to the mind. So if you don't take time to think about and analyze your life, you'll never realize the dots are all connected. That is very much collective abstract thinking, because the abstract is all about looking at the past and seeing how the dots connect, looking at the past and finding wisdom in it. And this is my conscious son. This is what I do. I hope that through this show, I'm showing you how you can make, make sense out of the past, make peace with the past and see it as wisdom and see it as purpose and see it as all having a small role in the greater themes and the greater story playing out in your life. So when I see that, it's just that it's such a gate 64 perspective. Let me look back with curiosity. And let me look back and analyze. And now she's a one line. So analyzing the 64 one is about analysis. It's going to be about looking at the past and analyzing it. So I love that that language is in there and seeing how the dots connect. This is very much what it is to be in the cross of consciousness with the 64 leading there. It's all about the past. Now, this is all collective circuitry. All four gates live in the collective circuit. So they're all about sharing something. It's just half of them, the 64 and the 35, are abstract. They are about the experiential process. They are about the experiences of life. They are about looking at the past and seeing how the dots connect, making sense of it. And then the five and the 63 are logical. They're about looking at the future and saying, let's look at the pattern. 
and let's see how we perfect it. Logical solutions. So she's got half and half, but the abstract leads. The fact that she sees the past with wisdom and with curiosity and the fact that she's always looking at it, trying to figure out what the bigger story is and looking at it without criticism. That's my line. I say all the time, can you look at things with, with curiosity and not criticism? And that, that's very much 64 and 63 at play there. Looking at it, looking at the pattern, seeing how it all fits together. So I loved that. And like I said, Jay-Z has these same gates in a different configuration. So they might both have a similar perspective on this. They might share that perspective on life of being able to look at things and understand them better and grow from them. They are also both one threes. He's a one three and she is a one three profile as well. So that idea of analyzing, of growing expertise, of becoming a master in something with the one line and then that three line experimenting. Another quote I have from her is, I embrace mistakes. They make you who you are. That is a three line line right there. That is embracing the three line in, in its highest because the mistakes do make you who you are. And they, she's saying they make you stronger. She embraces the mistakes rather than running from them because the, the low frequency of the three line is to say, I don't want to make mistakes because it feels bad. No, to make mistakes and learn from them and move on and become better from the mistakes is three line magic. That's when three lines are unstoppable. They're the most unstoppable innovative forces in this world. Wherever you have a three line, that is your ability to innovate, do something new, improve something, shine a new light on something, grow something beautiful from total garbage. <laughs> that is three-line magic. So if you're looking at your chart and you see a three-line, look at that energy and think, how is this an area where I'm meant to break things, change things, grow from that change? So her being a one three, him being a one three profile lines when you have like and like profiles or if you have the same number in a profile. So even if there was a one or a three, you both share one of those. There's a connection there. My husband's a three five. I'm a five one. The five line, we have that connection. And where we get tripped up is he makes a lot of mistakes and doesn't think twice about them because he's a three line. And the one line in me is like, let's not do that. Let's not make mistakes. Now, what can happen with the one three is they can get tripped up because the one line wants to be sure of everything, wants this strong, solid foundation. And the three line wants to say, fuck it, let's do it. And the fact that she embraces the three has probably only made her one line stronger. Because that is the magic of the one three. I learn, I master, I do, I experiment without worrying about the outcome. And I grow from that. That is where one threes just shine so, so brightly. And they really move fast. They have the ability to move very, very fast if they don't get caught in that one line. Or the other side of it is if they're just experimenting, but they're not learning and they aren't analyzing and they aren't mastering something, then sometimes that can turn out to be the shadow side of it as well. It's learn, do, learn, do, learn, do, making sure that process is continually happening. And they're on their own path. The one three is a personal profile. It's a personal destiny. It doesn't involve other people in the integral way that a transpersonal profile does. The way she affects people is through the fact that her purpose has to do with sharing. Her purpose has to do with spreading 
some sort of message. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the channels that she has activated. So what makes her a manifesting generator is she has the 515 channel that runs from her sacral to her G-center. She has the 18 that connects the G-center to the throat. And then she has the 5611 tying the throat to the Ajna. So it all connects in there. What makes her a manifesting generator is the fact that the sacral energy can make it to the throat. That motor can make it to the throat directly, can also be indirect. But in her case, well, it is indirect because it goes through the G-center. Her sacral response goes through her identity and then gets expressed through the throat. So those three channels, she has the 1156, the channel of curiosity, the 515, the channel of rhythm, which is all about setting the pace for you and those around you, breaking the mold, seeing new ways to do things when you are responding to life and getting into your own flow and doing your thing, it fuels who you are. Your rhythm starts to fuel your identity. It starts to inform your identity. And when you become comfortable with that and you are just doing it for the love of doing it, for love of all things, the 15th gate is just the love of humanity as a whole. When you are moving on response, it is informing who you are here to be. The direction that you take in life is set by your rhythm. So her having her rhythm, she's a very hard worker. She is notorious for being an obsessive rehearser. And I don't mean obsessive in a bad way, but she cares. And I heard this quote. I couldn't find it again. I saw a video of her like on TikTok or something. And I, I wasn't planning this episode at the time. So I don't have the quote. But she was talking about friends when she was in school who were drinking and doing drugs and getting into trouble and doing all this other stuff. And she said, it wasn't something that I was judging them for. I didn't partake in it because there was nothing else that gave me the joy of performing. That was basically her drug. She didn't need to go and rebel or explore in any other way. That was her exploration. So she felt this that fueled who she was. Then she has the 1-8 channel, which is the channel of inspiration. This is all about expressing yourself. I am a creative being and I express it. It's a direct connection between I am this creative individual. I am me. And then the 8 expresses that identity. It expresses it as creative expression. So having that direct connection of her feeling like I do my thing I set the flow. I set the tone. I mean, it does feel like in Destiny's Child, she was in the center. She was the front. Uh, she was the star of that little trio. And that can happen a lot with the 515 in a small group. She's very strong, what we call penta energy, which is the group dynamics. She has a lot in that power column. Those two channels are all part of penta energy, which makes her a very influential person in a small group of people. So in that group, I don't know this, but she probably held a lot of influence just energetically just by being there. The 515 sets the rhythm. The 18 says this is the creative direction and this is how we are going to express it. Okay. So then she has the channel of curiosity, which is the 1156 channel. And this is all about storytelling, ideas and expressing the ideas and experiences through story. Now, I love this 
because this is very much, I, I think the difference, I'm going to dive into some other aspects of her chart and I'm, then I, I've got to cut it off because I could go on for days about this, but I want to keep this episode at a normal length for you guys. There's something about her North Node and South Node. Now, this kind of tells the story of who you are. The North Node is where we start in life. We're born into an environment. On the design side, we're born into an environment. And then we ascend or mature into a shift. This is after our Uranus opposition, if you want to get technical about it. But basically between the ages of 38 and 42 or somewhere around there, sometimes it can start a little bit early. Somewhere around there, we have this shift from one identity, one environment into another. And hers goes from an environment of fantasy in the gate 41, which is about hunger for different things and the fuel to create different things and all fueled through dreams and fantasy. And in the higher expression, it it is about real ideas. And I, I shouldn't use the word ideas, but Fantasy turns into reality in the higher expression. In the lower expression, it gets trapped in fantasy. So she might have been born into a world of fantasy. And think about the world of show business. It is a bit of the world of fantasy. Um, she was just actually realizing that fantasy. And then it shifts, interestingly, into the gate 31, which is the gate of influence. Again, another, we're going from the root to the throat. So she moves around the age in her mid to late 30s. She shifts from being just about a world of fantasy to a world of influence. And I think we've seen that in her life, how she has gone to be not just a performer, she's a highly influential figure. Everybody cares what Beyonce is doing. Uh, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people care. <laughs> a lot of people care. And she was named one of the most 100 influential people in the world. So her moving into this space of influence now, if we look at her career, the shifting over happens around like 2017, 2018 of it, like officially going into that shift of her Uranus opposition. That's where she started shifting her music of not just singing about love. And she's, she always had this beautiful voice. She was always a great performer. She's a diva. But then Lemonade, and she started telling her story in a really powerful unapologetic, raw way. And I think that was where everybody turned around and looked at her like, wow, this is different. And not that she wasn't wonderful before, but this is where her career took on a new life, a new level. And so this shift into influence and with that channel 1156, that channel of curiosity of telling stories. Now, her Mars gate is also in gate 56, her conscious Mars. This is all about creatively expressing yourself. That's in the 56th gate. And that's the gate of storytelling. So she shifts into a life of creatively expressing herself through story. And you've seen that a lot of her music since then has been about telling stories, about reflecting on the past. And about showing you how the dots have connected, showing her, you, you her perspective on it, showing you what she wants to share, what she thinks is worth sharing. And the way that collective circuitry works is it's influential by design. I share this with you and then you take what you need from that. And one of her greatest messages is about empowerment and empowerment of self. Now, I love this other quote from her. 
I don't have to prove anything to anyone. I only have to follow my heart and concentrate on what I want to say to the world. Very much expressed her design here. She has an undefined ego. So she does not have anything to prove to anyone in this world. Follow her heart. Her most active center is her G center, the heart. Now, it's a different part of the heart. It's that direction. I only have to follow my heart. That is about direction. She tunes into what is true to her, what is right for her, and then concentrate on what she wants to say to the world. 1156 Curiosity. What ideas do I want to share with the world? And she's concentrating. That one line is always concentrating. The 64th and 63rd gates are always concentrating on something. They're always looking for something. They're mental gates, mental pressure. And what she's done with that pressure is what she just said there. Follow her heart and concentrate on what she wants to say to the world. I could go on for days about this, but I want to leave this episode in normal length for you. But I wanted to share this with you. I just found this incredibly insightful. I always find looking into anyone's chart very insightful. I think when we look at the people who have been extraordinarily successful, it's interesting to see where their design may or may not have been at play. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you had fun with this episode. I hope you had as much fun as I did because I loved diving into this and I appreciate you being here. So remember, if you want to sign up for the masterclass, all on building your authority platform, we're going to show you how I've done it through podcasting, but you could apply what we will be teaching to any platform of your choice. Just podcasting is the one that I find to be the most powerful. So I will be talking specifically about that. So if you're interested in launching a podcast or if you have created a podcast, but it hasn't worked, you haven't been able to monetize it, you have not been able to really have it catch hold on your audience, then this is also for you. Anyone podcast curious or people who have podcasts already, but they're not finding that the podcast is delivering what they thought it would. We are going to be helping you in that masterclass just on So you can go to nicolelano.me forward slash HD masterclass and sign up for free there. Again, this will not be offered for free forever. We are only offering it for free right now. So jump in and get signed up before we put a price tag on it. So you can get it for free right now. But if you're interested in just diving into your human design and getting your feet wet with it, join the Human Design Lab, my my monthly membership where we walk you through your design and how you can start to deepen and go through your deconditioning process. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash lab and you can sign up for that there. Or if you go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links, all the links are there for you. And we also have links to book a reading with me or any of the other things that I offer can be found on that page. So I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, if you want to have an unshakable business, you must first become an unshakable human. So thanks for letting us help you become unshakable with human design, everybody. We'll see you next time. If you love this episode and you're a fan of the show, please show us the love on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the show and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with other entrepreneurs on their human design journey, join our free Facebook community, Human Design for Entrepreneurs. Go to nicolelano.me forward slash podcast links to join the group, book a human design reading with me, or access our free human design resources. We'll see you there.